0: Hello and welcome to the Roasted Games podcast. I am Kaz Gable and I am Bill Price. Welcome everybody. Um, we'll just get right into it. For me, uh, this part of the podcast will go over very quickly. The what have you been playing? Because I haven't played nothing, nothing at all. <laughs> I have tried a couple times to get some playthroughs in this week. Last last time we talked, we had a uh, I think like half the show was about recapping yeah, playthroughs. It, we had it, some it, really great half. playthroughs. And a lot of them. And this time, I, uh, <laughs> I haven't really played anything since then, because I missed game night, because it was my wife's birthday. And um, we uh, attempted to play a game. We went out to eat and attempted to play a game. But as I'm, I'm sure I've mentioned before on the podcast, I have a five-year-old, and trying to play anything with shiny, bright pieces around a five-year-old, uh, if he can get involved, it usually turns into another game. So I don't even count it as a play. More of a, let's see what we can do with these pieces in a non-destructive way, activity. So Fair what enough. I tried to play is some more deep sea adventure. Um, and I that's my game. That's my game. I've fallen in love with lately. <laughs> so that's my attempt. But what have you been playing? Well,
1: funny. You'd mention that before we get into it. Um, last night at game night, uh, Kevin actually asked me, he said, have you heard of this game? Deep sea adventure. Mm. He played it with six. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At game night on Saturday. Last Saturday. Oh, okay. With some other, he cheated on us oh, with another. How dare ganker. he? He, yeah, admit, no, right? he admitted to it oh, right to your face. he it. I know. It was, uh, so it he's was, he's uh, out of the group, right? It was a dagger in the heart, but, you know, whatever. Almost like
0: lording it over.
1: I know. Um, but yeah, he's, he, he really liked it. And he's like, I'll bet that would just be a completely different game with two. He's like, I'll bet you could get to really deep treasures. <laughs> I'm like, well, we kind of thought with two, maybe with six, you could get to some really yeah. deep treasures.
0: That's, that's funny. Cause yeah, exactly. We ever had that same conversation of said, like
1: one guy, his whole philosophy was for the first two rounds, he'd go as far deep as he could and as quick as he could and then pick up as much treasure as he could to try and drain all the oxygen for everybody to get <laughs> everybody to not be able to make it back. Right. And then, with six people all taking two or three, you know, the yeah, path gets a lot shorter. Quick, so we yeah. put them all at the end and then the second to do it again. Oh, right, and right, right. So right. by the third round, it was a rush to see who could get the giant pile of <laughs> treasure from the previous turn.
0: <laughs> Just dead bodies and piles of <laughs> treasure at the bottom of that trench. Right. God it's such a dark game when you
1: think about it. It's yeah. It's such it a dark game. Although here's what I'm wondering. If you and and maybe this is in the rules, if you get to the end and you you pick up like thirty treasures or whatever how do you get back up
0: well each Does one of those count stacks counts as one. Oh, yeah. the stack yeah. counts, as one. So a stack oh, counts as one so you can pick up multiple stacks handy. yeah i know right oh, but yeah. i don't know i don't know if you can even get there i feel like it's a tease that's virtually impossible to do
1: I, I think with six if everybody gets stuck with two or three treasures i think you could have a stack this big and you can only yeah. have like maybe six or seven like tracks to go down
0: I feel like as soon as I saw someone do that, I would get as many dresses as possible, start sucking oxygen as quickly as I could.
1: Yeah, I think um, that's, that's what they – I,
0: I want to play that with – I want to bring it to game group. I was bummed – well, I wasn't bummed because I had a good time with my wife on her birthday. But I was bummed I missed it because I was really excited to <laughs> – <laughs> Good, I edited it later. nice edit cut. no one even noticed that transition um i uh i I'm really excited to bring it to game night to see what the game group thinks of it too' cause I think it'd be uh it would i think a lot of people in the group would like it too
1: yeah' uh, I, I think it's a fun I think so it's very easy to explain too. yeah, so. it's
0: very easy it's quick it's easy to play a few mm-hmm. rounds with people um in between so everyone else's playthroughs but uh yeah i've just been i've fallen in love with that game so. Okay. I'm right. up for playing at any time.
1: Well, I have played three games since last we spoke. Um, de, uh, I played again last night, uh, D Tavern and M. Tiefenthal, which I have no idea what I was thinking in the last episode when I said whatever it is that I said that stood <laughs> for. It's actually the, the Taverns in the Dark Valley. Um, mm. So I don't know what I said, but uh, I would like to correct that. Um, <laughs> Uh, correction to the previous Shame episode. Shame on you, past Bill. Yes. Um, future Bill is so much smarter than past Bill. <laughs> um, so <laughs> Present I. Present uh, Bill is a good in between between the two of them. Right. So I uh, ended up with a comparable score, uh, just a few points off really from what I had uh, the previous time. But Kevin won. I came in a strong second. Kevin won. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. And then. Who, did you, uh, who else did you play with? Aaron and Larry. Okay. Who came in a distant third and fourth? <laughs> uh, so, and then, um, so I, I really, really like that game, but I'm not going to talk too much about it because it is impossible to find. It's not even available in English. and um, It will be, though. It so will be. It will be. Get
0: your hype up now and yeah. wait a few months. We were the first. Until it gets over the Atlantic.
1: Um, and uh, we also played Bang, uh, which was uh, Bang the Dice game. <laughs> Which we really love. We played with a uh, full complement of players and uh, it went went really well. Um,
0: I think my – I was looking for my copy of Bang and I think my copy has been absorbed into the group somehow.
1: <laughs> now, we – So if there's an extra one, you're, there's there, like – like, like, There is. Is there? Like, that might after, be mine. After the first – oh, God. it's uh It's been like a couple of years now. Yeah. We – we ended up with one, and I kept asking everybody, "Is this your bang? <laughs> is this your bang?" So, no, and I'm like, "Well, this is weird because I have two bangs, right?" Um, and so I still have both. So I. I oh, okay, that stuff. might
0: that might be mine because I uh, I I know I I own I own it. And I was looking when we were moving. I was like going kind of to taking that catalog of my games and go through everything. And I'm like, ah, where the hell the bang go?
1: How fun would it be? I was thinking one day to do like a giant bang where you do like. Um, Four, you, you do two copies together. So you do a sheriff, Ooh. four deputies, oh. like six outlaws. Maybe oh, keep the cool. two renegades. Um, but you have that that way you could do like uh, a whole bunch. I'm trying to two, sheriffs, oh. would be two hilarious. sheriffs would be interesting. That would be really interesting. But you could play with like you could do like 12 or 13 players, <laughs> and instead of rolling five die, uh, well, you could do one of two things. You could either have um, opposite sitting, um, Sheriffs that were, are rolling like you have dice oh, so you rolling have two around two active sets. players at the yeah. same time. Okay, um, or you could roll like eight die instead of five.
0: <laughs> that would be fun to play around with. and see if you could make that <laughs> would be <interesting>. not break. <laughs> right.
1: I'm sure it's broken. <laughs> that would be really fun yes. to try though. So uh, Ellie was the sheriff last night, and she uh, said the ten year old won. Um, her her dad Larry was a um, was a deputy <laughs> as it should be Oh, the and, cutest
0: gameplay ever oh, i
1: know and then we play uh, me and larry and ellie played uh born to serve last week which, oh nice uh, three player which went really well we played it correctly oh, first God, time good. i think i've ever played <laughs> yeah. it correctly um it went really well uh, i won nope i lost larry won i lost by one ellie lost by a lot but what, uh, uh, second time, which right.
0: uh, characters were you guys playing Unborn to Serve? Do you remember?
1: Um, I was um, Vroom or Vroosh. Or, oh, yeah, whatever. The, yeah, the whatever that guy is. Yeah. The speeder, speedster. Yeah, um, Ellie was the nurse, like nurse nuclear Nelly. I think, yeah. Nu- nuclear Nelly. And then uh, Larry was Adam Amp.
0: Oh, what's his power?
1: He's just like strong. Uh, I, I think what he can flip two extra plus ones, oh, okay, I think, or something like that. I I don't remember exactly, but it's been a little while. But uh, so that that's everything I played. So this was a pretty short short segment. Tried to extend it out there, but um, I am so excited for this next segment. Yeah, me too. (laughs) uh, Because this is one of the my favorite things that we've done before, uh, when we did the games uh, for songs, songs for games, Mm -hmm. Um, and that's not a charity
0: we started, right? I have. (laughs) (laughs) It's an activity we're gonna do.
1: (laughs) I have a whole new list where, if anyone hasn't, if somebody didn't hear it uh, on a previous episode, we did. um, We basically came up with. theme song that fit a game and uh, We are going to it's just games from our collections. We know each other's collections pretty well, so um, It's uh, so we're gonna quiz each other we're gonna go one by (laughs) one and we're gonna Name the song and then the other person is going to uh, name the board game that they think uh, the other person is matched with that song so, I will, for for example, I will give my, uh, I actually have six, so I'm going to, uh, this is just going to be an example one. <laughs> um, so, the song Waitress by Live from Throwing Copper. Oh. I, are you familiar with, with this song?
0: Um, I think so, but I might be re- thinking of the
1: wrong song. Come on, baby, leave some change behind. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, it's a song about a waitress.
0: It's a good song. I like live. Yeah, uh, one of the most annoying bands to try to search on the internet oh, because yes. <laughs> it's
1: like live. No, not that. Oh, funny. Funny thing is, they actually came out uh, when they originally formed. They were calling themselves Live. Um, was was what they meant. <laughs> and everyone kept every time they would play venues and stuff, people would be like, Live and they'd be like, No, we're lit oh, never mind, we're live. So then that's how they became live because people should've just known. couldn't pronounce it. That, that was a sign
0: to them to change their name. <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, that's
1: to have a homonym. Um yeah. So what's your guess?
0: um i that's gotta be born to serve it's gotta be
1: born to serve see see how easy this is and how fun it's pretty
0: appropriate yeah appropriate
1: okay so uh now that everyone's familiar with how it's played we have our our real lists here and uh who wants to go first um I I, it doesn't matter to me i i got
0: very thematic or um uh, three of mine are like theme songs from. Or no, there's only two actually now that I remember. <laughs> I think I changed one because I'm like, all right, this is a little ridiculous. Theme songs from mu- movies. <laughs> I, was thi- I was thinking very, uh, very uh, large and swelling scores, apparently, in mine. Oh, wow. Um, but I, <laughs> I'm i really curious what i are going to do with mine because I got a little. <laughs> there's a couple here that I think work well with the game. They don't necessarily reference the game, but I think, like, in my mind, this might put you in the headspace to play the game specifically. Well, I'll, st- I'll start Sounds I'll st- really hard <laughs> i know i i'll start okay. uh okay so this is uh this is the jurassic park main theme i'm going to cut in some of these because some of these are slow burner starts
1: Evolution, you got it! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. All right, that wasn't so bad. Yeah, oh, no, See, that's, that's not too bad. I just closed my eyes and I'm like, "What game am I playing?" Yeah, it's evolution, evolution clearly. <laughs> uh, for I mean, anyone unfamiliar with Evolution, it is a um, card game. Like I say it's a reasonably good-sized card game. That, yeah. Uh, is basically you have species of um, and we may play we may have mentioned this before there's uh, you have species cards that you play and then you there are like modifiers uh, that you can play on them to kind of evolve them into like other things like carnivores and
0: yeah like attributes or characteristics yeah. you kind of you basically start with like uh, like I don't know a little slug Concept thing, and you yeah. sort of like I'm gonna. Oh no, there's carnivores. I'm gonna give it a hard shell or spikes or yeah. something, and
1: poison blood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> make it only in trees. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah, a climber. Yeah, it's a really fun game. It's a very interesting concept, and it works well. Um, there is a. <laughs> uh, what, regardless of your thoughts on the reality of evolution, there is an interesting controversy. <laughs> Do you remember this? Do you ever hear about this controversy? No. Anyway, there's a very well known reviewer from a very well known reviewer camp who uh, apparently had uh, a religious disagreement with this game and just won't play it because of that. And I always thought, like, really, I'm man. I mean, to this bet is I where you, is. yeah. I bet you do. This <laughs> is where you stop suspending belief with games, and you think that's like a like some sort of a, a political message in here. It's this just is like, the chill game? On, man. It's just, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, because it's I mean, it's not even scientifically following right. evolution. It's just uh, it's just adding attributes to an evolving character. But anyway, it's a really fun game, and they have some great expansions for it too. I only have the base game, but um, there are interesting other expansions. Uh, Flight, uh, one that has to do with climate. Um, adjustments over thousands and millions of years. But uh, yes, I thought Jurassic Park, that's a swelling score. Even has, I think, a Brontosaurus on the cover.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the, I, I think it does. I think it does. Um, yeah. If that's Is
0: that the dinosaur that's not what they thought it was before? I can't remember. All is right. that the Pluto of dinosaurs?
1: Anyway, all right, your turn. What okay. do you got? Um, all right, this one may be a little challenging, but I think it's fun. Um, this is Mykonos by Fleet Foxes.
0: All right.
1: And mine are less, um, get you in the mood to play the game and more just like sort of direct puzzle pieces <laughs> okay. to the game. <laughs> yep.
0: Let's watch it ad first. Um, all right, Mykonos. Interesting. Should I start from the beginning?
1: That blank look on your face.
0: God, something on there's Something like I could sense something.
1: Do you know where Mykonos is? Uh, or what Mykonos is?
0: Uh, I don't. Isn't it like a Greek? Uh, yes. Yes. Um. Something.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: All right. So I, I'm gonna do some research then. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it's a town, or it's a place, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Greece. Yeah, Greek island. Is it... Uh, uh, okay. It's not Santorini, is Santorini. it? Santorini. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> that's in no, Greece, that's too. that's great. That'd be
0: perfect. Yeah, yeah, that'd be perfect.
1: <laughs> okay. That- <laughs> I like Uh, it. I like it. I think I've got a a lot of obscure, well, a couple obscure songs. A few of them are going to, you're just going to be like, oh, yeah, everybody knows that (laughs) song.
0: All right. So this is um, Jefferson Airplane, (laughs) White Rabbit.
1: Ooh, Parade.
0: No. No. That would have been a good one. That
1: was, (laughs) yeah. Okay. So it's not, it's It's not not parade. Parade. Jefferson Airplane. All right.
0: Here's a little sample to get you in the mood.
1: White Rabbit.
0: So this is more not a direct reference. It's more of like a headspace the game like sort of throws at you. Kind of ties into the art of
1: the game, too, I guess. like dixit yes oh (laughs) yeah i was trying to think of with
0: Dixit. i was trying to think of one that's just like so bizarre and weird and like psychedelic and i'm like that's
1: the audio equivalent of salvador dali
0: yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah you can just sense the uh hallucinogens through the music videos of jefferson airplane yeah all right what else you got
1: okay um well, real quick, if you've never played Santorini, it's a two-player, almost kind of like a chess variant. It's an abstract kind of game. It's really fun. Um, and if you've never played this last one we just spoke about, um, which one was this? Oh, yeah. Uh, Dixit. It is uh, kind of a party game. Would you call it? A- I'd call it a party game. Yeah,
0: I would, too. It's def- it's different than any party game you've played, but yeah, it's it's sort of a... There's a big player count, and um,
1: yeah, never you. <laughs> it would be a party game yeah, if you were really into drugs. <laughs> somebody gives a, a clue, and everybody lays down card. They have cards in their hand that are these we really weird like so real, dolly like pictures. yeah, that's a perfect way. um And then you turn them over, and people try and guess which one was the yeah, original you, one. You but. all
0: put one down in the middle, but one person is the one who chose... They, they have one uh, whoever the active player is that they've put their own down and have given everyone a clue. And they're mixed with the other player's cards as well. So you, no one <clears throat> except for the active player knows what the right card is. So you're trying to guess the right card if it's not your turn. And the active player is trying to give you what's cool about it is they're trying to give a good enough clue where some people get it, but not everybody. Cause if everyone gets it, they don't get any points, right? They get points. If their clue kind of tips the ears of just a couple people or not, not them, all of the people. And so it's this really interesting game of trying to give these weird clues, uh, for really weird pictures, but not being too obvious, but being obvious enough because if no one gets it, they also don't get any points. Right. So it's, it's, it's a really fun challenge. It's a very interesting game. And,
1: Okay. Well, uh, it, it is actually a good game. It's a very fun game. I like it a lot. Um So this is by the Scorpions. It's called <laughs> The Winds of Change. Ooh. Huh?
0: Going to make me start tearing up
1: here with this. I know. Beautiful 80s
0: hardcore
1: or 80s rock. Yeah. Scorpions. <laughs> smooth jazz. <laughs> Except for the jazz or the smooth. Um so yeah, this, this is uh, di- kind of directly references, but sort of also puts you in the headspace too. Let mm. it breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
0: all just enjoy some German stadium rock.
1: Follow the and down to Konki Park, listening to... No, <laughs> oh,
0: I feel like it just passing by listening to
1: the wind of change. Huh. This was what I wasn't a hundred percent sure on.
0: But. Winds of Change. I just Bill just gave me a very <laughs> a very like hinting intense look when Winds of Change came up. So I feel like that's a clue. I'm think I was thinking, is that like a Russian, or East German theme? I mean, it's got a, a Russia. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, because Gorky Park is Russia. Yeah. Um, Twilight Imperium? No, not Twilight Imperium. Uh, Twilight Struggle? No.
1: I don't have Twilight Struggle. I don't think so. I want Twilight Struggle. I heard it's really good.
0: Um. Oh, God. You I played this game. I, I know. I feel, like, I feel like I can picture a m- parts of a gameplay, but I can't remember what the game was.
1: Maybe if you had another shot. <laughs> or 20. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't help me at all. Uh, or 50. <laughs> oh, God. Or got so incredibly drunk that you couldn't even play this game. How about that? That would be fun. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, scythe, scythe, because I'll it's have like you an alternate, know I have yeah, been that drug. <laughs> it's like an alternate history Russian thing. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's got that whole like you know uh, things are kind of because the different bands I are can sort see that. of you know uh, why merging and 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 things are happening and it's all Russian and stuff.
0: I'm gonna get to the uh, the core. Here we go. He's about to hit the crescendo here. I think. Nope, no, he's not. Where is it? Yeah, oh, never mind. I'm not going to find it. But okay. no, I'd say when he reaches that crescendo, I can see that happening, too, because that's kind of the vibe of Scythe, where it's not like direct fighting, but there's still like a lot of intense, like yeah. heaviness, the mu- heavy music of Scorpions, or heavy-ish music. That, that lends well. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. I was trying to think of uh, Cold War era stuff.
1: So, uh... For anyone who hasn't played Scythe before, it is a rather large game uh, where every w- it takes place in um, like a alternate history Russia with like these old war mechs. Uh, think really run down ghetto battle tech. And, um, yeah,
0: steampunk though because it's all like yeah, kinda, late kinda, 1800s yeah, technology. Yeah,
1: kind of And it's, um, it's by... Uh, Stonemeyer Games uh, is designed by Jamie Stegmeyer, and it is is really interesting in that you a a lot of people approach it like it's a war game and it's definitely not it's uh, much more designed to get you to um, do other achievements Uh, if you get in too many fights uh, whether you win or lose it's going to set you back and it it allows other people to come in and and Take the day. Um but you have to sort of balance your uh popularity track with um, you know, your energy levels and you need to explore and establish uh you know, you lay out workers um that can generate resources or more workers and uh it's on a big hex map. Um it's it's really neat, it's fun, it's uh can play four uh four or five. Four. I think it's four. No, yeah, I think I it's think five. Think it four, and I think it? there's an expansion for like seven. But, um.
0: Oh, my God. How long would that game be? Right? That would be insane. Um, I don't think I'd want to play with But one.
1: it's probably full player count. It's probably two hours, two and a half hours. Uh, if you are just learning it, um, two players can generally get a, a two player game in, in an hour or so. Um,. But it's, uh, it's fun. It's, it's higher on the complexity scale than a lot of the games that we talk about here, but uh, super fun. Um, it's one of my sort of almost Euro gamey. Uh, it is kind of Euro gamey. Um, it's like
0: a Euro Ameritrash mashup, isn't it? Yeah, was yeah web-
1: but it's sort of one of my guilty pleasures as far as like more advanced games go. So um, That is Scythe. Uh, Wind yeah. of Change. Also beautiful, scorpions.
0: just beautiful art. I think the artist they commissioned the art is to do the, to do it, did all these like oil paintings and yeah, it's just phenomenal. amazing art. I think actually it's my screensaver. <laughs> I've only played the game one time. So, I, I haven't really played the game. I started to play the game one time, sort but of I played loved the, game one time. the art. <laughs> and then I wandered off, yada yada. We don't need to get into the details. No, but um, but uh, I have a, so the art, is one of the pieces of art is my screensaver, because when they were uh, ramping up for the game release, they released a lot of the art ahead of time just th- mm-hmm. as the the uh, con- concept art, not even like player board art or art on the uh, pieces. Just the art was so beautiful. So just to kind of build the world, it, it really is a cool cool looking game. And as I understand, it's a really nice game to play too. It is, it uh, is. Uh, also, it plays really one. Fun. Have you? <laughs> so it, it does. says one to five. So it conceivably, you could play this as a, as a solo run through.
1: It does. It has an autonomous... Art- autonomous... An- it has a, a single-player <laughs> version where there's like this automaton deck that kind of plays out and um, kind of takes through the steps that the other you'd have the other player take, and um, it, it's actually um, it's very well regarded as a very very good solo game. Oh, cool! So, yeah. Well, that piques my interest. Absolutely, you're one of those solo player yeah. guys, yeah.
0: Um, okay, let's see. Uh, Fire away. All right, so this is. Uh, I'll give you two clues. You might get to the first one, but two clues is another song. All right, so the first one is uh, "Queens Don't Stop Me Now."
1: Is this, this, this is a headspace. This is a
0: headspace game. This is like a. Uh, I think more of the tempo that this that "Queens Don't Stop Me Now" builds up to, sort of frenzied. World, just start right here because then it's, it's gonna. Ramp up.
1: Here, floating around in ecstasy, so don't stop me now. Don't stop me, because I'm having a good time, having a good time. i shooting star leaping through the sky like a tiger, defying the laws of gravity. Firefly? No, no. That would be a good one, though. I would, I, would, I, would,
0: I would fit well for a Firefly. Think of the beat. Think of laying cards to the beat.
1: <laughs> Got
0: nothing. All right. So the other song. Uh, <laughs> this is going to give it away. The other song that I was going to choose is uh, um, <laughs> Black Dog by Led Zeppelin, only because it's almost exactly five minutes long.
1: Oh, is this five minute dungeon? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just figured, <laughs> <me> like, you're late. <laughs> go, 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 go. Because that is all about, like, laying cards
0: quickly, one after another. It's you funny. go, I go, you, as go, soon you as go, you go. you
1: said it's about the tempo. I was like, I was trying to think of real time games. Oh, sure. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which it, which, which it is. It yeah, is. Yeah. It is. And I'm like, what are some real time games? And I'm like, that, that game actually popped into my head for a second. And I'm like, no, Kaz doesn't like it. <laughs> I don't like it, but <laughs> this fits. I, I really enjoy
0: it. I, <laughs> I know. I have to I play it again. Cause I feel like some of those it. games where I like, wasn't impressed and I, it's been a while. So I'm going to, hmm.
1: I enjoyed it. I thought it was, I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, if anyone who has not played it, uh, it is a real time game where you have um, basically you're flipping cards that call for certain uh, cards from the players and they have to play them down to beat those cards and turn the card to the next card, and it's like bosses and stuff. It's a
0: dungeon crawler. Yeah. If you guys, if you as the uh, your adventurers had a time limit <laughs> of literally five minutes, and you were sprinting as fast as you can, not taking any time to kill skeletons or monsters, just basically running by, stabbing them, or blocking things, or whatever, and so you each have these decks that do one of these things, and you have to kind of get into a groupthink mindset where you're not... You're using your cards, but at the end of the dungeon, there's going to be a boss, and you need certain cards to beat them, and so you want to make sure you still have the ability to beat them. Um, uh, so anyway, it's it's, it's it's an interesting structure. It's just for me, when I played it, the few times that I played it when I got it a, long, a while ago, it just felt like more of an activity than a game, and uh, so I wasn't as into it, but... Uh, there are definitely people who really, really like the game, which makes me think I sh- I want to do another run through of it. And yeah, I, I take another it, crack at it.
1: I enjoy it a lot. I wouldn't want to play it all the time, but uh, I I think it's fun. Carson really likes it a lot. Yeah,
0: it's got good art, and it's uh it's, it's also known for having an interesting, weird box. It's got these weird cut ins on the side, which are fine. I mean, it's just sort of an odd storage thing, but it does fit on top of games laying flat just fine.
1: Okay, all right. What all else right. you got? So my next one is by Escape Club.
0: Wow. Been scared. I've never even heard of Escape Club.
1: And it's uh, Is this your band? <laughs> escape Club. They do Wild West. <laughs> Living in the Wild well, you you know. Yeah. Yeah. Escape Club. It um, is it Wild West wild, wild West, west. yeah. Okay. Not Wild, Wild West. Just Wild West.
0: <laughs> yeah, this- <laughs> uh? <laughs> oh yeah as nice late 80s. Okay. Is this
1: <laughs> is this Bang? This, okay. is, this is Bang. Okay, yeah, yeah, there we go. Bang the dice game. That's good. Yeah. I like that. Because it's kind of... It has that sort of cheesy, like... You're shooting, you could shoot somebody like eight times and they can <laughs> have a couple of beers and they're fine. Like, they're walking around with yeah. like four arrows sticking out of them. So Cowboys. it's like super duper cheesy, just like the 80s. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, Wild West, it takes place in the Wild West. The other option was Wild Wild West by um, uh, Fresh Prince. Will Smith I guess Oh from the movie From the, the movie, movie yeah. soundtrack? Oh you uh, the movie track? Where he raps the the wild wild buzz, but that's uh I, I thought that Escape I like this Club one better. Was, yeah, yeah, this was, one was more uh, in tune <laughs> with the game. Yeah. So anyone who has not played Bang the Dice game, uh, it is a game of hidden roles, plays up to uh I think it plays 3 to 8 and you have uh, one person is the sheriff and everyone knows who the sheriff is, but everyone else gets assigned secret roles, uh, which could be um, deputies, outlaws, or renegades. Um, the deputies are there to protect the sheriff. They lose if the sheriff dies. The outlaws win if the sheriff dies. And the renegades win if everyone dies. And the sheriff dies last. Um, and it's it's fun. You, you roll five dice, and you can re-roll uh, a couple of times. And you get combinations to shoot different people at the table or to um, get a life point back. Or you could roll uh, arrows from the Indians, which are like delayed health. When the last arrow gets taken, um, then everybody loses the number of life points um, equal to the number of arrows that they have. And the arrows go all go back to the middle. Um, you can do... Uh, what's another thing you can do? Um, you could roll dynamite. If you roll three dynamites, uh, it blows up in your face, which I always think is hysterical. I just picture some guy like lighting dynamite and it blows up in his face and he's okay. Cause it's only one life point. So it's like, I don't know, it blows a finger off or something. I was just like, Oh no, nothing a beer won't handle. Um, but anyway, it's, it's super fun. It's silly. It's, uh, people, it has a lot of those, you know, stand up and cheer moments and a lot of like people pointing fingers at each (laughs) other across the table. No, I'm your deputy. No, he's (laughs) a renegade. No, that's an outlaw. And, um, and so it's, it turned, usually turns into just a big silly mess, which is awesome. I love. Yeah, it's,
0: it's a great hidden identity game that gives you a lot, a lot more than a lot of other hidden identity games give you, gives you things to do on your turn, um, more than like when I whirl for things like that. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's an Italian transplant, uh, and it's always fun to see Europeans um, encapsulate what the wild west was because there's usually a, a hint of in of accidental racism in it right um, and that is definitely there but it is not uh it's it's by far it's more ignorance than it is uh, over it i'm sure but
1: and the reason we say make sure to say bang the dice game is there is bang the actual game yes. bang is a card game uh it's the original uh the card game is a little longer well it can be quite a bit longer uh it's a little more involved um, and uses cards instead of dice. Uh, the dice game is a lot easier to teach. It's more, it's quicker. I I think it's more fun. It's a little more silly. It's uh, uh, that's typically the one that we play. Um, I'm not. I think Spencer has a copy of Bang the Card Game. But I
0: have never played Bang the Card Game.
1: Yeah, I it, feel like it would be it much less be, satisfying. Like it, it can be really, really long, yeah. really long. Is
0: it different in gameplay, or is it just pretty it much it, the? Gut? It
1: is no, it's it's it can be pretty different in gameplay. Um, it's the concept is the same, but uh, the gameplay I think is it's just it's too long for what it is. Yeah, um, so. yeah.
0: Game, bang the dice game is is really. Are there, there's a are there expansions for the there, dice game?
1: There is uh, an expansion for it. Uh, we played with that. Uh, kind of like a month or so ago um, where it's got extra guys. It's got these two different dice that you can substitute in. Like one's like a heavy damage die and one's like a heavy, you can get like double beers on it and stuff. And the other one you can get like double bullets and you can get, uh, you can roll one thing where like you shoot yourself or something on accident, (laughs) but uh, you can substitute on your turn um, any die for one of those other ones, either the life one or the, the bullet one and uh, so it kind of does it depending on what you're really trying to do if you're really hurting and you want to get that uh that life die in there there's a much larger chance uh it's like three or four sides have one or two beers on them oh, okay. so it's uh it's very likely that you'll you get, get something. One. yeah and then the um the damage die the other die is uh it, if you really just want to put the shit on somebody yeah you're like i'm <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting right next to the sheriff and I'm an outlaw and I just want to, I just want to ruin this dude's world. Then you, you can get that and you can get a whole bunch of shots on that. So, um, it that adds some some cool stuff to it, I think. It's, it's great. It's that's just the fun. feeling of
0: the games, too, is where it just, it's just so ridiculous because you're literally shooting kind of blindly <laughs> at people. <laughs> like yeah. the premise is you do damage, but sometimes you're forced to do damage and yeah. you don't want to. You're like, hey, sorry about this. And then shoot you in the leg or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, have to, you have to shoot somebody. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Ugh. And then, of course, the way they heal is they drink a beer. <laughs> right. So, because
1: that's how, that's you know, how it works. people heal from gunshot wounds, apparently. Um, all right. What do you got?
0: Okay, so this is not a game uh, where we record. Most of my games are down here, but I have a few upstairs. This is one that is upstairs, and this is uh, the Pink Panther theme. Oh. Which is more the feel of this game. <laughs>
1: See, my first guess would be Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective, but that is down here. Um. Huh.
0: You're on the right track. Sort of.
1: Oh, do you have um, let me see, uh, Scotland Yard? Yes, I do,
0: and that is it. Yes. yes.
1: All right. Yeah, I like Scotland Yard. Scotland Yard, a classic
0: um, hidden movement game. Um, I think, geez, did Scotland Yard kind of kicked that off to like the modern gaming style of doing that?
1: Um, I, Scotland Yard really was, I think, the first modern game I can think of that had that hidden movement in it. Uh, a bunch of other games have done it since. Because that's um, 83, the original. Yeah, I think I think everything is an imitation or
0: yeah, like building an expansion the, yeah.
1: of uh, yeah of Skyline Yard. That's the one that did it first.
0: I have uh, sure. I found uh, in a yard sale actually um, uh, eighty three versions. So that's the one I have, and it's kind of fun to the throw back to that old design style. Yeah. where it's still every every game still looked like Milton or, Bre- or Parker Brothers, and all the games like looked alike. There wasn't right. very much difference in the game design, but it's such a deeper game than it looks, or a better game than it looks. But uh, yeah, that was Scotland Yard. I love that game. So yeah, Scotland Yard is a hidden identity game. Um, it's uh, it it, a hidden
1: identity game, or is I'm sorry, a hidden, hidden movement, movement game. Okay. Yeah,
0: um, hidden movement game where you are. It's one v all. So one of the players is a criminal who has just escaped or and is trying to run around London. And they take. A, there are various forms of um, movement. You can take a taxi. You can hop on a bus. You can. Um, I remember it's been a while since I. but I don't think you can... No, you can just straight up walk, I think. Anyway, there's a third one. I can't remember exactly what it is. Maybe it's a train. I think there's a train as well. But the um, detectives... uh, So you on your your board, if you're the bad guy, are kind of keeping track of where you're moving. You kind of have a secret sort of journal of sorts where you're... Or a log where you're moving um, on these points of the game, these intersections you have to keep track of. And then the Scotland Yard detectives are also running around London. And so they are trying to kind of create this net, this shrinking net around where they think you are, and if you can slip through the net and get to the other side of the map in a certain time, and they, they basically, you get away, you escape. But it's a really fun game where you can, um, you can one <laughs> one of the best games I played with was where I introed it to a friend, a group of friends, and uh, one of them just got it right away, and he was very... I, did, I didn't think he would have the subtlety to do this, but he was very overtly like he was pretending he was trying to hide, but kind of making it obvious he was looking at one side of the map. And so I thought like, oh, well, he's clearly over there. But no, he was tricking me in completely <laughs> and was just doing really good misdirection about it. So he was in the opposite direction and I was running all over the upper corner looking for him and was nowhere close. And what's fun is every once in a while, the bad guy has to reveal where he is. Um, and then you suddenly all try to rush over there, but in that time he can take, uh, these transportation options, which shoot him, um, farther or, or, uh, farther abroad or for closer. They have limited space movements depending on what they are. So it's a really fun game and still holds up quite well, actually.
1: Yeah. It, uh, everything I've heard is, uh, that it is, is an exceptional game. I have not played it myself.
0: I should bring that to game night as well. That's another one. I, I, uh. I haven't played in a long time and would like to get another playthrough
1: in. All right. So, uh, my second to last one is Who Are You by The Who. This <laughs> All right. This one, this one is, is on it? two different levels. Oh. Yeah, there's two different things that sort of give this one away.
0: Hmm. Funky. It's funky, first of all. Um, I'm just gonna guess Deception. Deception (laughs) Murder in (laughs) Hong Kong. Yeah, nice. I was gonna say that's that's a pretty good one. I picture like the detectives in Deception just (laughs) (laughs) listening to this in the '70s or like the '80s in a Walkman as they roll up to the crime scene. Yeah. What (laughs) do we
1: got? Who Who are you? Because it's it's two levels. It's one. Who are you? It's like the whole you know trying to figure out who is. The Murderer and whatever. And then there's also... That's the theme song to CSI. Yes. Which is all about exactly what you're doing in that game. It's like Hong Kong CSI. So um, anyone who has not played Deception Murder in Hong Kong plays up to 12. Uh, so it is is a great game if you're entertaining numerous guests who all insist on playing together. Um, it's not a... Quote, gamery game. So it's very easy to get. Uh, It is, you could call it a party game, but I would not. Um, Yeah, it's
0: like one step above.
1: Yeah. Like depth. But anybody could play it. Yeah. So, but basically, it's also a hidden role game. Um, So there's uh, one investigator who can't talk. And then um, hidden is uh, a murderer. An accomplice and um so there's a murder and accomplice and there's also a witness. I'm gonna show you what's Okay. <laughs> All right, so for anyone who hasn't played Deception Murder in Hong Kong, uh it plays up to twelve, so uh can play um Basically three three to twelve, so it's a good game for if you're entertaining uh, a lot of guests who all want to play together for some reason. Um, it's not I wouldn't call it necessarily a party game, but it is sort of in that vein. In that it's exceptionally easy to teach. It's not a gamery game. Um, it's a game of hidden identities. Uh, so you there is one public identity which is the um, forensic scientist and um he knows who the murderer is and so there's also a hidden um murder murderer and accomplice and then there's also a witness who knows who the murderer and the accomplice is but doesn't know which one is which so the uh everybody uh, everyone else is an investigator so everybody has these four clue cards in front of them and these four uh weapons cards in front of them and when everybody's head is down, the uh, murderer points out one clue and one weapon in front of them, and uh, to the investigator, the um, what's the, the forensic scientist. And the forensic scientist's job at that point is to get everyone at the table to guess that clue and that weapon. Um, so he does this on these, there are these boards that come out these. Um, little rectangular boards that come out that describe different things about the crime scene or about circumstances or location or what have you. And it's it'll be like um, location, school, restaurant,, um, church, bank, or something like that. And uh, so the the um, forensic scientists will put um, their bu- these little bullet markers on um different clues on those uh in order to direct people to uh, the clue and the the weapon. That sounds totally convoluted, but <laughs> it's incredibly fun. It's very easy to explain. It really really is. Um and it's super easy to play and it gets really gets people going. Uh it's three rounds, so it's only I mean, you can do it in 20 minutes. Um longer if people really take their time. I mean, this could be a 40 minute game if everyone sits around and, you know, yeah. uh, accuses each other and points stuff out and tries to, um, so the, uh, the witness has to try and sort of steer people in the direction of the, uh, he doesn't know which one is the murder, which one's the accomplice. Um, but he wants to steer people in the direction of those two without, being obvious because if people guess it guess the clue and the weapon um and then the murderer and the accomplice can actually guess the uh who the witness is then they win Mm -hmm. so the, the the witness really has to sort of keep it on the DL and not make it obvious, but still at the same time sort of try and steer. It's a really, really interesting dynamic because the whole time the, um, the murder and the accomplice are trying to steer people away from them. So it, it creates a lot of really fun dialogue and uh, I think it's super fun. I know you you actually own that too, don't you? Yes. Yeah. There is an expansion for it too, which I would like to purchase. some. Oh, there is. I didn't realize is, that. Yeah. Do you know what it does? Um, I don't know what it does, but it does something, so we'll have to. <laughs> well, I would hope so. It's just a out. blank yes, blank it's, board, it's and just you create a the box. With you some create the game art. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Deception's a great, uh, really fun one. It's a it's a laid back game. Oh, one of the, um, a lot of social deduction, deduction games can get pretty rowdy. This can too, but it's more of a. Uh, it's theme. It, it feels like the theme is definitely like um, applied there very well where you're kind of like the murder like the murder can become very silly or very serious depending yes. on what the clues are <laughs> and what the murder weapons are it's like whoa that was pretty brutal yeah but sometimes it's really hilarious what it is and uh, it is a really fun challenge for the different roles to do their role correctly because like uh, Bill was saying it's like the murderer can figure out who the witness is and then just silence them and if they if they that kill them at the end of the game, then even though everyone knows who the murderer is, the murder killed the witness. So, guess what? Scott Free. Yeah. So, there's still like agency all throughout the game up until the very end. So, it's a really fun, um, really fun game. We used to play it all the time in game night. It used yes. to be our go to social deduction game.
1: I would love to play it again. Yeah, we got to bring Same. it
0: back out. We're going, I yeah, we feel should. like we're a. Uh, Going through cycles of uh, we're in the space base cycle. We, not that we, not that it would edge out space base. Hey,
1: we did not. No one played space base last week. Oh my god, not one person. <laughs> I don't. No, nobody did. Nobody oh, did.
0: Oh, maybe we are transitioning out of our right? space base phase.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's certainly possible. So, all right, what do you got?
0: All right, so this is, um, is this your last one? Uh, this is my last one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this is another one that I own, but it is not down here. And uh, this is not even a band. It's just Calypso music. <laughs> so uh, so here we go. Calypso music? <laughs> yeah. Uh. This is more the vibe. <laughs> just the vibe of the game. It's kind of... Uh, kind of lighthearted but the origins of Calypso music do tie into this game very heavily Uh...
1: (laughs) it's no idea i (laughs) think you got me on this one (laughs) all right uh well it's island
0: think islands Islands? I think think a tropical island full of mystery. Okay, I'll tell you the thing I almost went with. Is it Tobago? Yes, it is. Uh. I almost went with Indiana Jones theme. That was my other movie theme. I think it's Tobago, actually. Yeah, Tobago. Yeah, 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 I think you're right. Uh, Tobago. I almost went with Indiana Jones theme. And uh but then I was like, well, but it's more lighthearted than that. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it more is. it's more like I'm gonna drive my little car and woo treasure, yay! There's not really a lot of danger in it. It's more just a race to to treasures and over oh, every once in a while, oh no, there's a bad treasure. There's a so it's more lighthearted, so um that was the last one. Uh Tobago is a uh, game. It's got a kind of an interesting history. It was my understanding of that it, it it's a it's a German game. And the designer who designed it only did this game and nothing else. And ever. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but this game got really well lauded when it came out. And my understanding is that in Germany, it's just the a, a kind of a really common standard game. It's a standard family game. A lot of people like it. A lot of people have it. A lot of people play it. And uh, it's fun. It's very interesting. I like the, the structure of the game is really cool. It's got a reversible board. Actually, it's not even reversible. It's just... Um, the board is laid out. There are three pieces that you interconnect to make the board, and it's pretty big. You can all, Each one of those pieces is two-sided, so you can so it's actually— It's modular. It's modular, yeah. yeah. I was like, I couldn't remember the word. I'm like, it's, I'll just explain what modular is instead of using the word. <laughs> so anyway, each one of those pieces is going to be flipped as well, so it creates a lot of different combinations. And on the board is different territories of—or uh, not territories, but different um, uh, types of terrain— so there's swamps, uh, there's uh, wa- there's volcanoes, there's mountains, blah blah blah. But anyway, so you're gonna put out these pieces around the board, these um, totems, these large stone totems, and these pine tre- or p- pine trees, palm trees, and those are gonna serve as markers as well as the terrain. And so what you're doing in the game is you're hunting for treasure. And um, I would I won't go through the whole explanation of how it works because it's kind of a long winded one, but it does treasure hunting in a really interesting way and kind of uh, gets around the idea of just because you found the treasure first doesn't mean that you get all the treasure. If you find the treasure, someone else can contribute to your finding the treasure. And if you dig it up, okay, cool. But you still have to share it with whoever helped you find it. Um, But your odds are better if you've been kind of focusing on one treasure or another over others. So one of the strategies is to kind of get your hands involved in the search for all the treasures Versus dig, digging them all up yourself. And um, it's just got a really interesting series of mechanisms that I uh, I haven't really seen done in anything else. And and I, I really like the game. It's very light. It's not very light, but it's lightish.
1: It's pretty light. It, yeah. It's fun, though.
0: Yeah, it's pretty light. Yeah. I mean, but it's not lighter than... I mean, it's not... There's a lot of lighter games, I'll just say that. But, but it's definitely a game I could play with um, uh, my son. He wouldn't get the full strategy of it. But uh, you definitely a game you could play with kids, and it is a family game. I mean, that's what it's designed to be. But I just really like it. It's a very interesting game.
1: All right. So my final, I actually just switched uh, because <laughs> I had another one in mind, but um, I'm right. gonna go in a different direction. All right. Um, it's a Matchbox Twenty song. Okay. And it's called Disease. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, I'll play this, but I have a guess already. Okay, we'll <laughs> play it first.
1: <laughs> you left on one of my good dates, I like my first story. I do too.
0: There's a rollerbladist going to town in this music video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is this Pandemic? This is Pandemic! <laughs> <laughs>
1: The other one was was The Ripper by Judas Priest, which I thought would give away pretty, pretty easily when I met Letters from Whitechapel. But um, yeah, so Pandemic, uh, if... And nobody has if you, played Pandemic, which if you've been if, in if a you've coma never played games for the before, last 50 years um, and don't know what Pandemic is, uh, it's totally cool. We welcome you here into the Roasted family, uh, We're <laughs> even though we're slightly <laughs> we roasting welcome you right some, now. Glad you found the internet. <laughs> yes. Excited for your new... There's a Love, whole world available to you that's about to open up. Yeah. Um, it is uh, a cooperative game. It's uh, really popularized cooperative games um it was obviously not like the first or anything but it was one of the first big hit cooperative games that kind of launched that whole it was the first time i'd ever heard of a cooperative game um Mm -hmm. yeah when i got it and played it and i must have played it 50 times it's a really really fun game i enjoy it a lot um it's your different scientists and other sort of members of an elite CDC unit or some such yeah, something. Yeah, it's CDC, yeah. And um, there is a virus that is spreading across the globe into cities and uh, in the form of cubes and your job is to stop it from spreading and um, getting too bad and taking over the world. Um, it's really fun. It, um, it does very much have uh, a quarterbacking problem um, it is very, very prone to alpha gaming, so uh, it, that that's kind of the only real downside to it. Otherwise, I think it's a phenomenal game, but it, it very much can be a okay. I'm going to do this. If you on your turn, you do this. You over here, you do this, and then this. you're going to do this, and it's going to come back to me, and I'm going to do this. Okay, Brains. yeah,
0: because it can't. It is a hard game to win. Um, even with the base setup, you can make it harder. I don't think I've pl- ever played the base game with co- the highest level of difficulty because... It's super hard. It's super hard. But, um, but, yeah, if you're running this game, you really do have to go out of your way to make sure quarterbacking doesn't happen. And it, it's just easy to happen because it is about coordination, and you have one role... That you really have to use efficiently to augment the strategy for the be- for your benefit as the players. Yeah. And if your role is just moving other players around on your turn, well, there's a probably a right way that you're going to do that, and not the best way. So, um, it's still a great great game, though. It holds up very well. There's some really interesting expansions. I mean, God, there's so many versions of Pandemic now. It's it's mind blowing. But um, I uh, we were I think we were just talking about this the other day. Like, I actually have. Uh, I have Base game Pandemic, I have In the Lab, which I think is a great expansion, which allows to the theme to come out a little bit more, where there's a lab part and you can actually um, uh, sequence diseases to uh, try to find the, the, the cure for them in the lab part, as, as opposed to doing the not exactly on theme, turn in the same color of the disease to cure the disease in the Base Ryan. Game. But uh, I also have On the Brink, which is a really great expansion, which I have never played. <laughs> yeah, I still have not played that. So the base game definitely holds up by itself. You don't need an expansion, but yeah, there are I've, a lot to choose from if you want one.
1: I've never played any of the expansions, so. Uh, but I would I would love to.
0: Yeah, that's another one I think uh, <laughs> this is going to discuss this in the last episode, too, is a lot of these games are like, yeah, we should bring that game down again. I've been looking through, and I think um, next week I'm going to bring a bunch of haven't-played-in-a-while games, and see if anyone's up for, for playing yeah. a few of them.
1: I brought Imhotep yesterday, but uh, I got sucked into Tavern. The tavern. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, that was uh, Pandemic. That was my last one. There we go. So, um, before we go, I would like one game from you that you own, that you've never played that you would like to
0: um let's see there's you only need one because i've yeah. got a few okay let's just
1: do one because we'll we'll make it a list on uh, another day but uh just just for the end of this episode okay. how about one so
0: one this is another game that i found at like a thrift store or something like that uh t-call i have never oh. played t-call i own t-call Tikal is an old, old der game. It's not that old, I guess, but um, it's, a, it's a few years old at this point. Uh, but anyway, Tikal is a game where you are um, archaeologists excavating a part of, I'm assuming, the um, Mexican jungle, a jungle in Mexico, and you are trying to discover. Um, uh, Mayan or Aztec? It's not. I don't think it's. That's, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it's specific in the game, but I can't remember which is which right now. But anyway, these uh, temples. You're finding these uh, temples in the Mexican jungle, and you are um, exploring them. And you, but you're not the only archaeologist in this area. Apparently, it's a hot spot, and so you are kind of slashing through the jungle, exposing these old sites, um, exposing treasures. And while you're doing it, you can also inhibit the your competitors. Um, ability to get through these tiles uh, uh, as they follow you, because they can also lay claim to the same areas that you are um, excavating. So it's got this really interesting exploration mechanism. And then it also has this interesting um, uh, territory control mechanism that are tied together. And it's all done through like action points, I think you get like 10 a turn, you have to spend them by recruiting more guys or exploring more jungle or laying claim to a temple or exploring more, which is not laying claim, which means you can make the temple more valuable, but it also leaves it open to someone swooping in. So anyway, it's got all these really interesting mechanisms in it. And for a game that came out in 1999, I'm really curious to see how it feels to play it now, uh, Mm -hmm. playing other games that have similar mechanisms tied to it. So that's actually a game I would love to get played ASAP.
1: Okay. Yeah, that sounds like a good one. I have not played it myself. Um, mine is a game that I have still in the wrap um, that I'm I'm kind of afraid to open uh, because like I bought it for fifty bucks um, on eBay like a while ago. It's um, it's now going for like two hundred plus. Uh, it's long out of print. Uh, it's a Fantasy Flight game, and they've lost the F- Warhammer 40k license forever. Oh, so this will never be reprinted. Uh, oh, is that? It's gigantic. I think I know which one you're Forbidden Star. Yes, and it is ridiculously <laughs> large. I mean, it's it's big. It's got a lot going on, um, and basically, you uh, it takes place in the Warhammer 40k universe. Um, If you are unfamiliar with that, uh, just tune me out for the next three minutes, uh, (laughs) because you can't really explain it. Um, You can be uh, an Ultramarines, uh, Eldar, uh, Orcs, or Chaos Marines, and uh, each faction plays apparently very differently, and you are going around the galaxy... Uh, that has like these warp clusters going on in different planets that you are trying to achieve um, objectives specific to your uh faction and um so your your opponents are, you're just it's like a big fighting claiming thing, and it looks really, really badass and i've I've read lots of good reviews about it um, it's huge it's long. Part of me really wants to play it, but part of me just wants to hermetically seal it. So it's not even
0: shrink wrap has even no. cracked. Oh, it's wow. not. It is still that's in its a tough original one because I have heard really good things about this game as well. Yeah, and that it, um, you know, Warhammer 40k is its own thing, and you kind of have to put a big investment to jump into that gameplay. But Fact. capturing the world, I've heard that it captures the world, and a lot of the elements of gameplay or not necessarily direct elements of 40k but a lot of the uh, fun of that world in this game so that's another one I would love to play as well
1: okay well I just thought that would be a fun way to end the show Um, you got anything else you want to pop in here?
0: Uh, no I think um, we've got uh, some interesting stuff coming up we'll have a um, we're lining up some interviews over the next couple weeks to do and so we'll be getting those out soon-ish Um, so I'm looking we're both looking forward to that we're got a couple other things we're talking about we're getting closer to launching our contest that we've mentioned before so hopefully we'll be doing that in the next two to three weeks as well and so yeah we've got a lot of stuff coming up that we're really excited about so um, stay tuned
1: stay tuned indeed (laughs) thanks for listening and you can uh, get a hold of us uh, let's see, you can get a hold of us on, the, on our Facebook page. You can get a hold of us at, um, at Roasted Games One on Twitter and on Instagram, Roasted Games One. And uh, you can check us out, give us feedback on our uh, EaseDrop Network page, which is ease-drop.com. Um, and then you can find us there and click on us and there's a feedback button there and um that's most of the ways to get a hold of us
0: yeah Um, and i would suggest at least for the next (laughs) two to three weeks check uh follow us on instagram and twitter because that's where we'll be doing the contest and if you want nothing to do with us after that that's totally fine but totally fine um but we'll be giving some stuff away through the contest so that's the way to get involved
1: All right, so we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening.
0: All right, see you guys.